Hi, welcome to Create Beauty Every Day with Deanne Fitzpatrick. This podcast is going to give you, um, I guess it's going to give you an overview of what uh, happens here at the studio, but what we really hope to do is interview other people about creativity, art, about sp- spirit and belonging, about love and life. I mean, all, all of these, all of the questions, I guess, that I have as an artist, I just want to bring them um, to other people and to other people in the arts and hear what they have to say. So that's what we're going to be focusing on. I'm going to start today by telling you a little bit about my studio. I um, started this studio over 25 years ago, and I began as um, a rug hooker myself. Uh, what I do is I take old coats, old skirts, old uh, clothing, that's how I began, and I cut it into strips and hook it onto burlap. Uh, that's evolved over time. Now I use a lot of fine yarns. I use, I still use some old clothing, but it's harder and harder to find old wool clothing. I use mostly wool, and um, I and uh, I use a lot of um, now new Italian wool and cut it into strips and hook uh, it onto burlap and, and 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 onto linen. So it's it's evolved over time. But basically, rug hooking is a it's an ancient art. Both my grandmothers would have hooked rugs in rural Newfoundland. Um, they grew up. Uh, I grew up in Newfoundland myself, and I never knew my grandmothers, uh, but. Both of them hooked rugs before I was born, and uh, my father would tell me stories about his mother taking a piece of charred wood from the fire and and uh, marking with it on a piece of brin or burlap, which would have been a bag that came uh, that brought in like say potatoes or oats or something, and uh, she would draw. He said that she would draw sometimes someone's boat or a house in the community, and then she would hook it oftentimes in the kitchen on um, and for a frame she would have used four boards and a mat uh, four boards and a uh, and four clamps and then she would have strung the burlap um, on uh, the backing her pattern that she drew onto those four boards and then in the corners of the four boards they would tie rags and use the uh, the edges of chairs like the uh, the points of a chair so that there would be four chairs and and the mat would be um, sort of in the middle and the four chairs and the boards would kind of act as a frame for the mat so it would take up the whole kitchen almost in the evenings and uh, people the children would cut up rags and uh, the mom on sometimes uh, other family members would hook them on to hook the rags uh, into an image or a picture. Traditionally, uh, people did scroll work, uh, like four scrolls in the corner and perhaps a rose in the center. That was a very common um, design. People also um, did uh, like emulated carpets. Like in Newfoundland, for example, young women would work in in uh, private homes and we would call it in service. They would go in service and they would work... Uh, they would work uh, housekeeping, basically, for someone else. And they would see the beautiful carpets in, in the merchants' homes, and then they would try to create something like that for themselves. So initially, people did create pretty much their own designs. As we got uh, a little further on into uh, into rug hooking, uh, there were 
peddlers who would uh, sell patterns and designs that were stamped. We call them stamp patterns, and they were stamped on burlap. And uh, so people would travel and take the um, uh, and carry around the designs and sell them to women. And so stamp patterns came a little bit later, and it's a very strong hooking patterns is an enormously strong tradition in rug hooking. Um, the other thing that happened, not so much in rural Newfoundland, but sometimes in rural Newfoundland, but certainly in Nova Scotia where I live now, is that peddlers would buy the rugs from the women who hooked them and um, in, in the 20s and 30s, and they would trade them for squares of, uh, sometimes the, the women would trade them for squares of linoleum, uh, and the peddlers would, would take the rugs to Upper Canada, I'm assuming, and, and resell them. So it, it has a... It, it has um, a history of economic of an economic uh, source for women too, which is uh, really interesting. That it, it's always been a way that women made pin money, they called it. So um, I I have a long tradition of history and history of rug hooking in my family, but I didn't learn it from my family. Uh, when I was 24 years old, I graduated with a master's degree in counseling, and I had planned to work. Um, I had planned to uh, work as a counselor or a therapist, and as it happened that fall, my sister, who had an old farmhouse, said, let's go learn how to uh, hook rugs. We can take a lesson at, uh, at uh, the Tatamagush Center. So uh, we went with the Rug Hooking Guild of uh, Nova Scotia to their annual meeting, myself and three of my sisters, and we learned how to hook rugs. And as soon as I put that hook into the, as soon as I put that hook into the um, uh, burlap, I knew it was for me. Like I just, I thought, oh, this this will happen. I, I like things to that I can see progress on really quick, and, and I could see progress on it really quick. And it was just the most amazing feeling uh, to, it was just the most amazing feeling to uh, see uh, that rug emerge because up till then, I thought that rug hooking was a really complicated thing. When I would look at the old hooked mats on, on my sister's floors, I uh, would think, oh, like one, some woman pulled every stitch of that. I had no idea that it was uh, you know, a simple process of holding um, a strip of wool or yarn underneath the frame and pulling it up loop by loop. And um, it is really such a simple process. You can learn uh, really easily how to do it. I have a, a video on YouTube that's had over 1.5 million views. It's called How to Hook Rugs and uh, with Deanne Fitzpatrick. And you can go on and learn and you can see the process. So in this podcast, I don't really plan to... That's a little bit of my history. And so now... Um, We'll bump it up to current day. I run a studio here in Amherst, Nova Scotia. I employ seven women who work with me, and we supply and teach, and uh, and we have workshops where people come from all over the world, mostly all over North America, but we have had people from other parts of the world as well uh, come here for workshops uh, that we host four times a year. Uh, my online workshops have been um, uh, been. Uh, attended by hundreds and thousands of people actually and it's been a really wonderful experience teaching online and every year we offer an online winter course and we have all kinds of online courses and my studio is um, a large space in the community of downtown Amherst Nova Scotia we're about 
20 minutes from a UNESCO World Heritage Site, the Joggins Fossil Cliffs. And uh, like I said, four times a year, we have people from all over North America come and join us for our workshops here. And what I do is I make one-of-a-kind hooked rugs. That's sort of what is really my motivation is to work as an artist and to create rugs that to me are unmistakably art. That's really what I'm trying to do. And uh, I feel like uh, I feel like I do that and and my goal is to keep doing that. I've written um, I think six books uh, about rug hooking. The latest is Simply Modern. The first one was Hook Me a Story. Um, actually the latest is a collection of, uh, it's called Rug Hooking with Deanne Fitzpatrick and it's a collection of 25 um, or so articles that I writ that I've written over 25 years for Rug Hooking magazine. So that's a little bit about me. And um, this podcast is just beginning, and uh, it's going to be really simple. It's just going to be me, hopefully talking to other interesting artists and to talking to you about about the whole theme. The whole theme will be create beauty every day. It's about art and beauty and life, and probably you know, a little bit about textiles and lots about rug hooking and, and lots about how the joy of making, um, you know, adds to our lives. So thank you very much for listening and keep, uh, keep listening. And if you, once you get listening, be sure to rate us on iTunes. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.